There are three things that darkness cannot contain. The moon, the stars, and the truth. All three will find their way through the darkness. Truth will often pierce its way through in unexpected ways, at unexpected times, and sometimes through unexpected people. Hello, my name is Lenora Housie, and you're listening to Secrets of the Churched, Revealed to Heal. Oh, and thank you all, all of the hundreds of you who have been listening to this podcast. Thank you for doing so. I pray that each and every week you are blessed and inspired by my story and the story of others to live in the light of truth. Take it from me. When you start living in God's truth and in your truth, there is a level of freedom unlike any other that you will begin to feel and enjoy. Now, I want you to text, email, IM, DM, whatever way you choose to communicate, and send the link to this podcast to your friends, to your family, and anyone else you know who you believe needs to know the truth about God's love for them. Because in today's episode, I resume the final part of my conversation with Reverend Dorothy Boulware, whose story and testimony has blessed so many of you. In this part of the discussion, you'll hear a little more of my story, and then Reverend Boulware is going to share about the healing power of God's love for you. Let's take a listen. Um, Over the past several weeks, I have shared my story, my secret, and with hopes that it will minister healing to everyone that is listening. Also with hopes that it encourages you to find someone, even us, to speak your truth to. Because as we have said before, you don't keep secrets. Secrets keep you. And so I'm glad to welcome back to the show my friend and colleague, Reverend Dorothy Boulware. Hello. 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 Welcome back to the show. You um, have shared so much about your story, and I I know you have helped people who have been through similar experiences with being hurt in the church and being made to feel like they can't talk about it. They have to be kept by this secret. Um what have you found to be the the damaging effects of being kept by a secret? One of the things we don't think about um, is just that we have then connections that we're not aware of. Mm. Um, I, I told you once before, I sat in the Afro office one day going through funeral programs because the the funeral homes used to send them to us and that's how we type the obituaries and what have you. This was some years ago and I'm going through the funeral programs and I saw one of somebody I knew, Mm -hmm. a young man that I knew. So I I sat there and I read the whole thing and I got down to the very end of it and I found out, oh my God, this man is my brother. Oh no. Really? Really. And And and, you were a full grown adult. Oh yeah. Children of your own. Oh yeah. Yeah, children and grandchildren. And never knew that this person I never knew existed? that that man was my... Never, no, I knew he existed. You knew he I existed. knew him. But I didn't know he was my brother. Wow. We had the same father. Wow. 
So if if we are keeping secrets, then people don't know who they're related to. People mm. get into the wrong types of relationships mm-hmm. with the wrong people. And the other thing about keeping secrets is it takes so much energy. Oh, my goodness. Because you have to remember who you can talk to about what. And you're always on God that you don't say the wrong thing around the wrong person. Mm-hmm. Because even though you know that you, you want to get better, you don't want to destroy people who had no part in it, you know, but yet could be hurt by the very knowledge of it. Right. So I have spent much of my adult life trying to protect people who could be hurt with the full knowledge of what my life story has mm. been. And even now there are people, if I called the wrong names, that who would mm-hmm. be hurt by the process. So that is draining. Oh, it really is. And I'm, and I'm so glad you brought that out because, you know, being a person who has had to keep secrets, um, and it's interesting whenever um, truth starts to come out and you start asking people so why didn't you say anything or why didn't you? Because, you know, that seems to be sort of the opening line to most conversations I have with people home just discovering, well, why didn't so-and-so say something? And the 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 typical answer is, I didn't think it was my place. Mm-hmm. Well, whose place is whose it? Whose place would it be? To tell the truth. So I've decided with this podcast, I'm taking the place. Mm-hmm. I It's my place. It's my truth. It's my story. Mm-hmm. And um, obviously being very sensitive to people who could be affected. But I remind myself that I was the innocent party right. in this. Right. I was born in this. I didn't have a choice right. about, you know, coming to the planet the way I did. I didn't have a choice about being placed for adoption from birth because even that was a secret that I'm convinced my adopted parents who I love and they're the only parents I ever know Mm -hmm. I've ever known. I don't think they would have ever told me Mm -hmm. that I was adopted because you know, you didn't talk about that stuff then, you know, you just, you you just, you you just ushered, ushered another child in and swept them in the the family and they were, you know, part of, Mm -hmm. you know, the household, but um, keeping secrets or being kept by secrets can be so destructive. And I am convinced that um, in my case that um, it really was part of the reason that my biological mother, I don't think she ever found real peace Mm -hmm. um, and real fulfillment because as you were just saying, she had to maneuver around you know, this, this lie and mm-hmm. the lie happened to be a human being. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, when you know, I showed up in her life, none of her family, at least they didn't talk about knowing of me, but they, for all intents and purposes, did not even know I existed. She had a husband, other children, husband, not being my biological father, mm-hmm. who he never knew that she had a child before they got married. Wow. And so, like you said, the, you know, the secrets that start as, you know, just, you know, this one thing between you and me and that you hope never gets uncovered ends up creating a whole new, almost like, um, what do they call it? Like the avatars when you have like another life. Mm-hmm. Like, it takes <laughs> like, on a life of its own. Yeah, it takes mm-hmm. on a life of its own. Mm-hmm. And it's a whole world of people that exist that you don't know of. So, you know, here you are finding out that this man who is now dead, so it's not even like you can mm-hmm. go and acknowledge. Do you think he knew about you? Yes. Wow, you didn't hesitate with answering that. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Be- because remember when I was in high school, 
he would come to visit. Or he would say he was coming to visit. Right. No, I'm talking about the, bro- the, the man who you discovered was your brother. Um, Did he know about you? He knew me. Whether he knew I was his sister or not, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. But he, he was actually a person who uh, candidated to be pastor of our church at one point. So I had a lot of interaction with sure. him. And even, you know, after that. But crazy. Wow. Well, you know. I want to, you know, not necessarily switch gears, but because there's so many different aspects of this whole conversation around being churched and the secrets that we are forced to keep and that end up keeping us. But I want you to talk about as an adult, as someone active in ministry and this church her in a different form mm-hmm. comes up again and now what are you what do you do what do, what decisions do you make about how you are going to proceed with a life in Christ I would advise someone in that situation to take your whole raw bleeding self and lay it at the Lord's feet mm. just as it is, mm. no um, form or fashion, mm-hmm. no ceremony, just laying it out just the way it is mm-hmm. and give it to God with all of the hurt, all of the pain, mm-hmm. all of the acrimony, mm-hmm. all the language that mm-hmm. you need to wrap it in mm-hmm. to, to get it off of you mm-hmm. or get it out of you and just give it to him. Mm. And then allow him through the Holy Spirit to give you the prescription for healing that you need. Because each one of us is unique. That's right. Where listening to the scripture was the thing that worked for me. We all have a different Mm -hmm. psyche. Mm -hmm. And since the Lord made us, he knows exactly what that is. That's right. And he will tell tell you if you listen exactly what it is that needs to be done to bring about that healing. And I like what you said about... um, just being raw before the Lord. Because here's the yeah. thing that I think we often forget. God already knows. He already knows. You know, things that we don't want to talk about or are afraid to talk about because of the repercussions, God knows it all. Mm-hmm. He needs us to cry out to him mm-hmm. so that we can unleash the burden that we have put on ourselves mm-hmm. and take on his love. Mm-hmm. And... um A very simplistic notion, but one that I believe the church has complicated is that of God's love for us. And I know that's really big, important for you. So can you just minister to whoever's listening about God's love? The thing about it is um, we get hung up in the the do's and the don'ts. Mm -hmm. Um, And we let our religious restraints keep us from just being who we are in God's presence. If you think about what the scripture says that, um, first of all, before you knew yourself, Mm -hmm. you knew God Mm -hmm. and God knew you. Mm -hmm. And there was an exchange going on between you before you even came to earth. The scripture says that with his own hands, Mm -hmm. God wove you into being in your mother's womb. So everything that you have need of is knit into the fabric that is you Mm -hmm. so there's nothing about you that God doesn't know there's nothing about you that God doesn't understand and think about how much you love anything and everything that you have made Mm -hmm. 
God loves you infinitely more than that because you are his own unique creation. There's nothing and no one like you. Mm. And God loves you with an everlasting love. God loves you because God chose to love you. God chose you for his love. And because his love is based on just the choice of love, like every good marriage ought to be, I love you because I love you. That means there's nothing you can ever do to stop God from loving you. There's no behavior. There's no mistake. There's nothing that can ever stop God from loving you. So our only real responsibility is to throw ourselves at his feet Mm -hmm. and just let him love us. Mm -hmm. Amen. Well, I think that is a perfect way and time to wrap up this episode. Um, I just want you to tell people one more time about your books and how and where they can find them. Because if you were blessed by um, hearing the words of Reverend Dorothy Scott Boulware, then you will be even more blessed by reading the words of Reverend Dorothy Scott Boulware. So we encourage you to find her books on Amazon. Mm-hmm. And just by typing in Dorothy Scott Boulware, mm-hmm. and that's B O U L W A R E Boulware. They can also follow you. You have some social media. You're 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 really good on social I'm media. I'm on Facebook. Yeah. Um, you can find me by name on Facebook, on Instagram, um, also on Twitter. And my favorite book is Make Yourself at Home in God's Love. Mm-hmm. And that book in particular um, is divided into 40 pieces. So there's a scripture and a writing you can read every day just to fill yourself up on God's love. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. So let me just say in closing that each and every week, the purpose and the goal of this podcast is to minister to those um, who have experienced some sort of pain, betrayal, deception in the church. Um and with someone or by the hands of someone who you trusted as a church leader. And we want to let you know that, A, you're not alone. Uh, B, you do not have to keep that to yourself and keep it a secret to protect anyone because it is your truth and it is your story. And C, remember what Reverend Bulwer just stated, that God loves you. There's nothing that you could have done to get outside of the love, the arena of God's love. Mm -hmm. And so please remember that. And as always, just know this. John 8, 32 says, you shall know the truth and the truth will make you free. Tune in next week for more of the journey to your truth. God bless you. Reverend Bowyer's books can be purchased on Amazon.com or on her website. DorothyScottBowyer.com. You have been listening to Secrets of the Church, Revealed to Heal, a production of Be Inspired Global Media. If you have been burdened with a church secret and want to be free and healed, please email us at mychurchsecret at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at ChurchSecrets1. Look for new episodes of Secrets of the Church every Friday. And remember, you shall know the truth, and the truth will make you free.